Hello and welcome to Flip a Script, where LeVar Burton reads to us books and takes us on magical journeys in our imagination. What a wonderful man. Who is that? LeVar Burton. Reading Rainbow, bro. Come on. Oh, yeah, reading Rainbow. All right, today we're reading Mushroom Circle from Amanda Griswold. Joey, based on that title, what do you think this is about? Uh, Mushroom Circle is about a group of friends who go in the forest and take some magic mushrooms, and then they have to find out which one of them is the actual real human being. The rest are fake mushroom projections. Adario, based on that title, what do you think this is about? In the post-apocalyptic world where we have nuked the entire planet, this is what comes next. Mushroom Circle. Oh, nice. Mike, what about you? In the forest of never was... There lies a magical circle of mushrooms that is a that will transport you into the land of Fae. Two children are visiting their uncle on a summer's eve. While they're frolicking in this forest, they come across this circle of mushrooms. They can't help but investigate and are transported to this wondrous land. But oh no, there is trouble afoot, for the evil Queen Maeve has taken over all of Fairy, and these children must rise up, somehow defeating all these magical creatures to conquer it and then bring it under their iron fist. Well, okay then. I think that's Fern Gully. Oh, <laughs> ah, close. Stealing somebody's IP. All right, well, let's see if one of us is right, and let's get into it. Flip the screen. Hello, and welcome back to Flip a Script, where we take scripts that have been sent to us from you, our favorite people in the world, and we give them a good old-fashioned table read. And not just that, we give them a home. And for every nickel you donate to Flip a Script, we can help get these poor scripts off of the street, out of the dirty hands of the writers, and out to the people's ears where they belong. (laughs) Don't you want to support a script today? Flip. Nice. That's beautiful. I, I, I got a single tear. Sponsored by cigarettes. Smooth, <laughs> filterless, and good for you. Warning, may not cause cancers, but may cause cancer. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. So I'm Michael Kolb, and I'm joined, as always, by the hatted... Joey Skaggs. And the hatless... Adario Mercadante. This week we're reading Mushroom Circle by Amanda Griswold. I'm really, really stoked about this, guys. Yeah. I'm super stoked about it. Amanda's a good friend of ours and um, a wonderful writer. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, super talented. Very talented. And I'm also I'm just excited to be back in the same room with you guys because it's been it's been like a week or two. You've all been pretty crazy busy. Yeah, like Joey's been traveling. So busy. Like, in New Mexico. In a very beautiful, beautiful part of Mexico. Yeah, beautiful. Some would say paradise, but you know. It was paradisical. Paradox. Per- Paradoxical? Lothario, what have you been up to? Um, been hitting up that stand-up stage. I did the ha-ha this past week. That was really fun. You were there, Joey. Thanks for coming out. I was there. It was a great show. I'm sorry. I was there in spirit. Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started, Mike. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that and just like working on my sketch show for Second City. Getting that grad review finished up. Nice. How much longer do you have of that? Um, I think it's like we do like a seven-week course and then we'll put up the show that we created for like two months up and that'll run for like eight weeks 
or get extended. I mean, if it's amazing, which it's going to be. So, well, something like that. I mean, I hope it's all great now, but it will never top or peak your performance here on Flip a Script. So. It's, um, it's just the freedom I have on Flip a Script is... It's like an angel getting two wings. Oh, what? Like a like a four wing, like a butterfly angel. Don't don't angels have Butterf- two wings? It's like a dragon wing angel, like like dragonfly. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the four, so four wings. Yeah, yes. Getting okay. two sets of wings, like double the wings, double the fun. Like like a, like, a, like double mint gum. Yeah, like if an angel fixed like little Timmy's like broken leg on Christmas and then like accidentally also fixed Miss Henry's like cancer and he's like oh I got my wings ow and there's like two more there and he's like holy shit there's a lot of wings <laughs> so I'm I'm super excited I'm just no one's asking me how I'm doing I was so getting to that yeah. Michael yeah, was, you've was, been so, so busy we were all just getting ready to ask you that for sure I know I, I saw that I saw the, I saw the uh, how you doing Mike how you doing so I'm doing super good I'm just like prepping you know getting ready because we have Josh Silverstein from the James Corbin show Coming on stage with us at Second City for the uh, Ghost Face Kittens. Nice. If you're in nice. Hollywood, come out and see us on Friday. It's going to be dope. And this, it is the Friday after this episode should come out. Yeah, I saw the the one we had Epic Lloyd on. It was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Was, you guys were good, but he was like, he was like running through. Well, he's epic. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's the name. It was all great shit. Eh, I think I saw a microphone in his ear. I'm just kidding. This is like getting fed raps by like a really quick rapper. <laughs> um, okay. Well, is there anything else you guys do you want to get to this fucking juicy ass script? Like, I want to sink my teeth in this bad boy. All right. Well, let's get into some characters, shall we? Mm-hmm. So Becky is the main character, a 12 year old girl. Uh, and I think that's that should be our very own Dario Mercandonte. Because when I think of a Dario, I think 12-year-old girl. girl. Okay, that's a compliment, so great. Yeah, it's so get your get your voice ready. Do you have any inspirations for a 12-year-old girl? I'm open to suggestions because I'm trying to think. Just I mean, there's like the... He's an open book. He's a Dario. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the... I haven't seen that movie, 8th Grade, that Bo Burnham made. Uh, I feel like that would inspire me to do it justice yeah um, so i'm just gonna go ahead and apologize if i don't um i am 28 and i don't hang around 12 year old girls well that's probably good yeah please that's, continue that's that pattern good. of behavior mm, but let's give it a try okay um and then mike you'll be playing a fun character that pops up later her name is Faye. oh huh Faye. Faye. Hmm. Hmm. so hmm. yes and then yeah. And then and then Joey. Yeah. Do you have some water? Like, have you uh, prepared yourself for this? Uh, yeah, because there is a lot up here at top for me. Yeah. <clears throat> I should probably get some water, but uh, you know, what are we here on Flip a Script if we don't take chances? <laughs> and we take a lot of chances. Yeah. Like supporting these beautiful scripts with a home. Yeah, there's and you can too. There's nothing more dangerous than mm. uh, being in a room with two of your best friends talking into a microphone where you can see no one's judgment of you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, boys, you ready to get into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go with Mushroom Circle by Amanda Griswold.
exterior woods day. The sun sparkles through the trees as birds chirp and squirrels play. It's a peaceful scene in a forest until Becky, 12, Asian tomboy with a farmer's tan, careens through the underbrush, beelining for her favorite tree. She reaches the willow tree and ducks under the swaying leaves to reveal her oasis. Pillows and a blanket sit next to a waterproof box while tiny rainbows flash and shine all around. She's hung crunched up CDs from the branches to create her own magical disco ball under the leaves. Becky opens the box to reveal a collection of fantasy books. She rifles through the dragons, fairies, and ogres until she pulls out one with an elf on the cover. She opens her backpack and pulls out all of her snacks, piling them near the box. She straws her juice box and settles into the pillows, opening the book to read. Her bookmark is a picture of her family, her, her mom, and dad. Did you guys ever do this? Like, I mean, when I was a kid, like, I, I used to go out and, like, play in, like, the forest and the woods or anything, but I don't know if I set up my own little magical world. I was no. probably just a lazy fucking asshole. Yeah. Well, if I wanted to read, I would do it on my bed in my room. Yeah. Well, or if I, if I wanted to read, I would just, just be amazed that I wanted to read. <laughs> I didn't read a lot as a child. Uh, I read, That's for sure. I read a lot as a child. I got into a lot of trouble as a kid. And so I would be grounded a lot. And when That's I was grounded, sure. I could just, all I could do was sit in my room. I wasn't allowed to play with toys. I had to sit in my room in the floor Indian style. And so I was allowed to read. And then eventually I wasn't allowed to read books anymore. And it was just like textbooks. But Wait, you were forced to sit Indian style? Yeah. Like I just had to sit Indian style in my room. That's, wow. That was what, and so I would just read a lot of books. I went through the Boxcar Children series, the Hardy Boy oh, series. yeah. Dude, you could go through like two, three books a day when you have nothing to do but sit in the floor and read. That's true. I was, guess I never got in trouble because I was a good little kid. So <laughs> I never had to read nanny nanny boo boo. There was like a little garden growing up and the corn would come over your head. So you're like, oh, I'm lost. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. pretty. That's nice. I remember that. We that had like magical. a we had a junkyard and uh, like it was like an old dump in the forest near my house. Sure. And we would nice. go like break into it because no one was there. It's just this old abandoned dump. Right. And we'd like build our own little forts out of like appliances and oh, tr- like crushed see, that's cars. The dream. It, where are you building? It was the most dangerous of locations <laughs> to be playing. But uh, we had a great time, like yeah. you know, throwing bolts at each other. That we ten-year-old boys hanging out in a junkyard. What the <laughs> fuck could go wrong? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Did you see those girls that pushed that one girl off? Uh, that's the what, bridge that could happen i feel like that's something any of us could have done but we didn't <laughs> she pushed her hard though if you yeah. watch that video in slow did you, if see you watch it in slow motion the secret hidden cam you can see her in her eyes she goes fuck, fuck you <laughs> so there's this video of this girl like on this bridge and she's like no i'm not i don't want to jump i don't want to jump it's like a big river and this girl behind her just like shoves her and like the girl like falls in and breaks a bunch of bones and stuff and it was a big story and she's suing him oh she should yeah, but like the video of her pushing her is like fucking. In my day, insane. we didn't have these fancy video phones, so that just happened. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> you just dealt with it, yeah. and you went to work, and no one believed you. People who shove people off bridges just got away with it. And nowadays, everyone wants to just, oh, I'm a, I did it, and he, I video <laughs> footage. <laughs> Ooh, now did. we crucify those bridge shovers. Yeah, 
Yeah, if we put everyone who pushed their friend off a bridge in jail, I mean, we wouldn't have anything. Who'd be left? The workforce. Who'd be left? Yeah. Just like, oh, who would guard the prisons? Because the jails would be. Really who would deliver the babies? <laughs> who would lead the churches? <laughs> who would make the babies? Who would fold my sheets? You know, like. That's true. Who does fold your sheets, Adario? These hands. <laughs> these hands. Catch these hands. <laughs> I'm in a mood today. Pokemon, right. you gotta catch all these hands. Catch all these hands. <laughs> catch them all. <laughs> All right, we got a little off course. Let's uh, let's jump back into it. Exterior, Willow Tree Oasis, day. Becky has read half the book. Most of the snacks have been consumed. A bag of pretzels is the only survivor. A stern chittering interrupts Becky's reading. A squirrel is sitting at the edge of a blanket, upset. She looks up and smiles. Hi, Thomas. (laughs) I love it. Becky tosses the squirrel a pretzel. She coos at him, and she continues tossing food. One second. Can I hear what, like, what does a coo sound like? Can you coo for me? Oh. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was a bird. Let me do it. Ask, asked and answered. Yeah, do a squirrel coo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as... <laughs> just get not upset. as flattering. Yeah. Is it, would, like, would, it, would this be, like... I think it is, is kind coo? of like a... They also, I think, can just, like, scream. Have you ever seen a bunny scream? They're just like... Aah! And you're like, holy shit, bunny. That's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I have not seen that, but I believe you. So Becky tosses the squirrel pretzel. She coos at him as she continues tossing food. Come on. Come a little closer. Oh, she coos. So it's the girl coos. Coo! Yeah. Coo coo. It's like... Coo, coo, coo. That's a girl coo. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, try to get Get lost in the coos. Come on. Come a little closer. The distance between them shrinks as the squirrel is focused only on the treats. She reaches into the bag and pulls out the last pretzel. She holds it out, hoping Thomas will take it from her hand. Come on. It's okay. I'd never hurt you. She hesitates, debating, then turns and runs away. Becky groans. She scoots forward and puts the last pretzel on the edge of the blanket, a peace offering. She settles back in, but is restless. She keeps looking up, hoping to see Thomas. I wish we could actually talk. Her eyes settle on her book. Thomas appears, this time far more wary. Far more wary. If I could visit the fairy realm, I'd be able to talk to you. Thomas grabs the pretzel and sprints away. Becky barely notices because she's rifling through a book, focused. A fairy circle. The book shows a picture of a perfect circle of mushrooms. So I was right about the nukes. Yeah, the big big old (laughs) mushroom cloud. Nailed it. Yeah. Got and then it. Becky grew up to be a nuke manager. That's right. There's a job for that. It's very easy to destroy the world. <laughs> now, I, I'm curious. I, I guess mushrooms appear often a lot in children's books because they're harmless. Yeah. Of course, of course, you don't flip the script when I think of yeah. mushrooms. I think of magic mushrooms. Well, and being a child's a trip. Well, yeah. like, oh. uh, you know, the old, the old like, uh, British, not British, like, European fairy tales of like mushroom circles leading you to the land of like being guarded by fairies and yeah you know, oh i've never heard that see, yeah seeing 
this is what happens when you read more as a child. You're just <laughs> a more well-rounded adult with a lot of culture. Us, me and Atari, like, oh, I don't know. Uh, you eat them and you trip out, dude. <laughs> There's one or you can die because they're poisonous. Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, I uh, and I guess and I also think about when I think, especially when I think of like ch- children's books and like fairy tales. I think of like Alice in Wonderland. And that dude was tripping. Oh yeah, when he was on it, because and you yeah. see like all the imagery, like with all the smoke and the caterpillars just always getting lit, fucking vaping He's hard. Like, it's you. Yeah, I was just. <laughs> what was he on? Like, was he on like opiate? Opiates, yeah, yeah. opium. Like opium. Oh, wasn't yeah. he played by uh, Snape? Wasn't that who voiced him in the? No. Oh, 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 yeah. You know what I'm the writer, about? though. We're talking about the writer. A little being on, yeah, the writer George. was on opiates, but yes. Snape, uh, what's so his Snape name? So Snape was on opiates. What's his name? Oh, Rickman? Alan yeah, Rickman. Alan Rickman. Rest in peace. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm picturing here. But uh, I guess mushrooms have a uh, yeah. a more easier meaning. <laughs> I think it's just kind of silly because, I mean, if Becky wants to go to the fairy realm, she can just stroll down the WeHo you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. Yes, that is true. Becky, just pack up your things, you little 12-year-old, and head down to WeHo. Head on down to WeHo. It's West Hollywood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A fantasy land. It really is. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Okay, let's keep moving. <clears throat> Exterior forest, moments later. A backpackless Becky walks slowly through the forest. Her eyes scan for mushrooms. She peers behind a bramble patch. Mm-hmm. Nope. She checks under a fern. Nope. She walks along a creek bed. Nope. She circles a large tree. Nope. At this point, Becky is tired. She's less focused. Exterior hilltop day. She labors up a small hill. And there, at the top, a mushroom circle. Weariness is forgotten. Becky feels light with joy and hope. She takes a deep breath and jumps into the circle. Jump, Adario. <laughs> okay. Exterior, magic hilltop day. Becky's eyes are closed tightly. Around her, the air vibrates with magic. Fairy dust glitters within the mushroom circle. Becky opens her eyes. Exterior, hilltop day only to find that nothing has changed. It's the same forest she was just in moments ago. There is no fairy dust. There is no magic. Becky is utterly defeated. She trudges down the hill. Exterior forest, day. Becky slinks through the trees. No pep in her step. Excuse-moi. Mm, okay, you're taking some, uh, taking some liberty with that, but okay, I'll give it to you. Becky jolts. The forest should be empty, but a frail, weathered old woman rests on a tree stump, a fae in disguise. Excuse me. There you go. Yes? Do you have anything to eat? Yes, in my... Becky trails off as she reaches for her backpack, but realizes she's left it at the willow tree. Oh, I don't have my backpack. I'm sorry. So you lied? I didn't... I mean, I really thought... You lied! The old woman begins cackling. 
and the laugh's pitch changes as she hunched old woman begins to stand up into an impossibly tall length. Now the true fae is revealed, a tall, slender, elegant creature, lit from within by magic. Her garb is similar to a dryad's. Is that how I say that word? Yep, that's dryad. a dryad. Okay. It's a dry ad. Like, it, they tried to be funny, but it was just real dry. It's a real dry ad. They're trying to sell us sheets, and I was like, eh, okay. 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 Bark and wood and growing vines. But where a dryad's dress reminds you of spring, this phase outfit is sinister. The bark is pointed, the vines look poisonous, and more than one spider hangs suspended. Becky tries to do a dramatic swallow, but her throat is dry. And liars must be punished. Faye gets a very wicked smile. Becky throws herself at Faye's feet. I am so sorry, oh majestic and supreme one. Faye did not expect this. I am but a stupid human and did not realize I had stumbled into the fairy realm. Please forgive me your fairiness. Faye considers the request. I will forgive your lie if you promise to serve me for one year. Becky comes to a kneel, still subservient. One year? That is the standard bargain. Is that one earth year or one fairy year? Faye's sinister grin gets a little smaller. Clever question. It would be one fairy year. It is my well. Yeah. <clears throat> Clever question. It would be one fairy year in my realm. Uh, how many earth years is that? Faye considers a spider near her hand before answering, quietly and quickly. One hundred. Uh, that is exceedingly generous, Exalted One. But I fear I would die before I could fully serve you. You will have only aged one year, so you need to have no fear of death. From aging, at least. Again, so generous of you. But I would be so very lost when I return to Earth. Perhaps there is another uh, arrangement we could come to? Becky starts edging away from the Fae. Pause. Hold on real quick. So I'm trying to think, if you were in this situation... And you had to either serve a year. How the fuck are you going to get out of this? Yo, man, you get those fairy lawyers in there, and you start doing some litigation. Ooh, fairy lawyers. Yeah, because maybe they know a lot more about fairy law. You know what I mean? No, I do know what you mean. But, like, what could you get? Like, you'd have to pay the fairy lawyer, right? So, sure. Like, what, could, what would you give the fairy lawyer for retainer? I mean, you could use it, U.S. currency. It sounds like everything runs off of mushrooms in this land, so... And mushrooms are pretty cheap on Earth for the most part. There you go. Like, what if, uh, what if she just like picked up some grass and is like, "Here's your, here, eat this." I brought, here's your food. And he like gives yeah. you half yeah. of it. It's like here, because like uh, you're a fairy, so I guess you could probably eat anything. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't lie. I the have fairy. The food. Here you go. The fairy lawyer's you, like, you can keep. Oh half. shit, son! You could be like, oh, but you lied to me, so you also got to serve me for. One oh, fairy. She did. Yeah, Fine. you like you tricked me. Like that's not you know, we got this saying back in Kentucky, fool me once, shame on you. Fool fool me twice, 
You can't fool me because you done fooled me already. You ain't going to fool me again. Also, get the gun. <laughs> get it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. That argument there, Mike, is, sounds like some very good fairy lawyering. Thank you. Because, yeah. Because you, you lied to me, little dumb bitch. Little little, little dumb fairy. You little dumb fucking so fae. Call 1-800-SAVE-A-FAE. Uh, reach me, Mike Kolb, to be your fairy lawyer. I'm opening a new practice in WeHo. Have you been harassed by a fae? <laughs> You Have you could been- be entitled to millions or more. I hate those fays. They're everywhere <laughs> now. All these fays are in my face. They're just shoving their fayness down my throat. I it, hate it. Oh God. That's why I left WeHo. And then I run my ad <laughs> on the fairy networks, right? And the, the fairy, like, have you been discriminated against or outcast because you're a fairy? Call <laughs> Mike Kolb. He will defend you, get you back the, uh, the respect you deserve. Yeah, I can see that ad running in WeHo. Perfect. Well, before we get back, um, I think if we're going to pay off our own lawyers for all our own damage... Uh, we yeah, should, Mr. Brown's looking at us. Yeah, we should uh, take a little intermission and uh, head on over to the lobby. What do you say? I could use a big glass of yes. Oh, yeah. All right, fellas, this week, um, who wants to take it away first? Mike? This week's episode of Script is brought to you by Paducah Beerworks. Paducah Beerworks is a microbrewery and restaurant in Paducah, Kentucky. They have amazing house-made ales, amazing. lagers, amazing. Amazing. pilsners, IPAs, as well as some guest taps. They have a fully stocked bar and a deep menu. Everything from Nashville hot chicken to some killer pizza. They're apps. Mama Pepperoni mia. chips. They're salads. Fresh just of vegetables. Their servant, Ooh, puppy. Their service, like top notch. Plus, you're gonna get live shows, live entertainment. Uh, keep going. Multiple uh, nights of the week. Uh, real comics with real jokes. And a really, really nice little outdoor area on pleasant summer evenings. Yes, go there, find Todd. Tell him a flip a script sent ya. Um, Adario. StonyApp.com is a dependable, fast, and easy way to get a marijuana shipment to your doorstep. Anywhere in the state of California, you can get a one to three business day shipping. But if you're in L.A. or Orange County, you can see that thing in about one to two hours. Holy shit. They've got amazing flour to choose from. Incredible oh my God. sativas like strawberry shortcake, indicas like alien OG. You know how they say those crazy names if you don't smoke the weed? Let me tell you, it tastes like real alien. Oh, it does. Very nice. Uh, what about if you don't live in California? You can get stonynational.com to get CBD products shipped anywhere in the nation. Listen Baby. to me. This is anywhere in the nation you can get CBD totally legal, totally fine, totally anywhere. shipped to your Fast and easy. Of course, if you go on Stony app and you use Flip15, F-L-I-P-1-5, you can get 15% off your whole damn order. That's amazing. And uh, they have amazing things like edibles. They've got CBD. they got syrups. they got uh, the sweet, sweet vapes. they got vapes. So many different kinds of vapes. So if you oh. want to get something uh, to maybe take the edge off, give Stony Apple a look. Yeah. And the Kentucky Peeps, check it out. You can get some, some of that sweet CBD. I use this stuff all the time. Amazing. Uh, and also, we've got some, uh, some we can give some shout-outs to our Patreon donors. Thank you, Patreon yeah. donors. Who we got, Mike? Uh, we get, thank you to Ellie, Julie, and a uh, new Patreon donor. Aaron Pittman. Oh, yeah. Aaron Pittman. Thank you all. Aaron's a close friend of mine for many years. I worked with him at the movie theater when I was just 16. 
Boy, oh boy, he taught me a lot of life lessons. Just a wee old lad. The wee old lad. But we knew we was going to California. God, we knew. Oh, so thank you to all of our Patreon donors. Uh, if you would like to donate anything at all, uh, a dollar a month helps us. It really does make a huge difference because, you know. Yeah. This is this is fun for us, and we hope it's fun for you. Yeah. And we'd like to just—we're not trying to get rich off this. We just want to be able to. I wish maintain. I had a, a chair. You know, I sit on the floor, guys. <laughs> Dario sitting on the floor. Help us get Dario a chair. You know, I could have some lumbar support if you guys just chip in, and I appreciate it because um, I'll always sit for you. So go check out our Patreon page. Um, if there's tiers of rewards, you can go check out, get some special stuff. And if you have, a, like, if there's a reward that you'd like to see that you don't see up there, let us know. Yeah, shoot us an email yeah. and we'll make a suggestion. We'll, we'll yeah. work with you. Maybe we'll kiss a note with lipstick and then you can be like, that's their lips. Ooh, that's true. That's worth some shit. These are like, we'll put those. Mm. We got some sexy lips too in this room. Some lipstick Mike's on. It's like already shit. putting on lipstick. <laughs> I've been wanting. I've been wanting red. to break out this really, really red for a long time. Yeah, need well, an excuse. That's a that's a new reward. Like we'll send you Mike's kisses and the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's kisses. And that's a, that's, that's going to be the uh, one dollar level. So every patron yeah. can get that. You get very own Mike's kisses, and for every dollar. So if it's safe, you donate a hundred dollars. You get a hundred kisses, my friend. Mm. You want those kisses? And those shits is worth his weight in gold. And they expire in about a week, so use them up. <laughs> use them up quick. So to find our Patreon page, you can go to the link on our uh, Instagram page, Flip a Script. Uh, we're Flip a Script Podcast on Patreon, and we are Flip a Script Cast on Twitter. Give us a follow. Check us out on Facebook. We're on the social medias. You can find us real easy. Uh, also, but you really should go check us out on Instagram. You uh, should. We make uh, little posters for each of the stories each week, and they're pretty cool. They're so. pretty. They're pretty impressive. I I have to say they they're very very hooked. impressive. I don't I don't make them, and uh, I'm always excited to see them every week. Yeah, they're fun stuff. So follow us on Instagram at flip a script. Okay, you ready, boys? You want to get back into it? Let's do it. Um, okay, well, where were we? One year, da da da. 100, so, 100 years. Um, okay, Becky starts edging yeah. away. Yeah. Okay. Becky, do you want to say that line before again? So generous of you. Again, so generous of you. But I would be so very lost when I return to Earth. Perhaps there is another arrangement we could come to? Becky starts edging away from the Fae. No, this is the bargain. Take it or die. I feel like my voice changed. Like the, yeah, you've got a little accent. Take what, it or die. What what was the voice now? Like um, it was um, very dominant. No, things. No, this is the bargain. Take it or die. That wasn't the voice either. But let's no, go. no, 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 no. Just do. Just sound like a dryer. No. Just be a dryer. Yeah, just be a dryer. No. I, I feel like that's like. Really? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, all right, I got Just this. channel your inner Alan Rickman. Uh, no, this is the bargain. Take it. <laughs> that was terrible. This <laughs> is the bargain. <laughs> Arr, you can't beat the bargain. <laughs> Come on down to. Ooh, the, pirate, the pirate's fae. <laughs> no, this is the bargain. Take it or die. Becky stands up. Slowly, she's thinking. What if, instead, I traded my baby brother to you? He is an infant, so I don't know how well he will 
serve you. Faye can barely contain her glee. You would trade the life of your brother? I cannot promise he would return. I understand the bargain. She looks into Faye's eyes now. Equals dealing. I will trade my baby brother to you in exchange for any punishment relating to having lied to you and you will leave me alone. Faye quickly agrees, not really listening. A deal struck! Immediately, the forest silences for a moment. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the echo of Faye's clap echoing eerily. Very nice. Becky breathes a sigh of relief. <sighs> oh, what a sigh. She casually picks up her book off the ground and starts to walk off. Are you going to fetch the infant? What infant? Your brother. Faye is practically salivating at her prize. I don't have a baby brother. Faye goes still. What a sneaky little sinister 12-year-old. <laughs> or an older brother. The wind starts to screech through the trees. Or any siblings at all. You lied again. This time there will be no forgiveness. Faye reaches out a hand. No. Becky stands firm. Faye flicks her hand, but nothing happens. She looks at Becky, confused. Your magic won't work. Faye takes a step forward, like she will murder Becky with her hands. You made a bad bargain. Faye stops. It appears I did. And you agreed to leave me alone as part of that bargain, so... Becky starts to walk off. Bye. Every bird and animal in the vicinity lets out an ear-splitting screech. Ooh, wow. The fuck kind of forest is this? Have you seen this? Have you heard this? Have you heard this? A skippity doop. Poopity scoop. That's all the animals. Nice. That's a crazy forest we got there. Uh, no, one more, sorry. A scream for the immobile Fay. Becky ducks, scared in spite of her bravado. I will leave you alone, little girl, as agreed. Becky stands back up and continues walking away. What I will do so by removing all traces of magic from you. Beck whirls around. It should probably be Becky. Becky whirls around, horrified. Faye claps her hands. Oh, wait, I lost my place. Ooh. Oh. Exterior forest day. Becky opens her eyes to find that she is lying on the ground. Becky flips over and looks around, scared. The forest looks muted. Like the lack of magic has sucked all the color from the world. But Faye is nowhere to be seen. Becky won. With an exaggerated sigh of relief. With an exaggerated sigh of relief. With, with an, an exaggerated... <laughs> oh, with an exaggerated sigh of relief. Okay, go ahead. With an exaggerated sigh of relief. Ah! There we go. She flops back onto the grass. 
You'd better hope we never meet again, mortal. The words come from nowhere, and Becky's relief is replaced with unease. She thinks a minute. Well, she... She takes off. Um, Mike, there's a character coming up. You will play that character. That's not Becky. Okie doke. Exterior, Willow Tree Oasis, day. Becky puts all of her books away and cleans up. She puts all the food trash in her backpack, then pulls I think out... You, I think you skipped it. What? What did I do? Did you skip Hilltop, or did I just... Yeah, oh, shit. I did skip Hilltop. Exterior, Hilltop, day. Becky comes up the hill, expecting to see the mushroom circle. Instead, a vine similar to one on Faye has choked them out. They're all dead. Becky rips at the vine, uprooting it. She frees the mushrooms, but they stay shriveled. Exterior willow tree, oasis, day. Becky puts all of her books away and cleans up. She pulls all the food trash in her backpack and pulls out an apple. She places the apple on top of the crate and looks around, like she would be able to see if Faye was watching. Interior, Becky's dining room, evening. Becky tosses her backpack in the corner and hops into her chair. Ah, made it in time for dinner. Becky's dad walks in from the obscured kitchen and sets the dish down. Barely. She checks her wash. Technically, you're two minutes late. I was petting Hector for two minutes and 45 seconds. As if on cue, Hector, the family mutt, walks in and sits. I'll turn a blind eye tonight because we have an announcement but you'd better not be late again. As if the whole family is on cue, Becky's mom walks in. She is holding a chocolate cake. Oh, wow! What are we celebrating? Mom and Dad smile at each other. We're pregnant. Becky's face falls. Oh, shit. The end. done fucked with the wrong shit Ooh. play with fire you're gonna get, get burned, burned Bex. Ooh, Becky yeah fuck that one up Bex fuck mm. that one up you did have a brother all along you, did, you just didn't know about it see this would be open if parents would just be honest with their other children about when they're having sex and conceiving <laughs> yeah. and trying to just so, you, just so you know guys I'm I'm going to have sex later. going to have sex with your mom. Um, we had sex last night. She might be pregnant. Please don't make any deals where you give away your unborn sibling. Yeah. Um, simple. Simple shit. Oh, by the way, kids, welcome home from school. Uh, your dad came home for a nooner. I get it, Dad. <laughs> You're bony. <laughs> dad came home, and then your dad came. Um, yeah, we were on the sofa, so maybe not sit there <laughs> while you watch SpongeBob. Dad, you've been divorced four times. <laughs> 
Wow. Well, thank you, Amanda. That was that was a fun script. Hey, real quick question: Did how open were your parents with you guys uh, with about their sex life when you were growing up? My mom's sometimes too open about it and like describing things, and I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> hear it. Hold on, hold on. Like, yeah. give we, us a we'll like, have to unpack what? that. Yeah, real we got to explore this. I don't know. I don't like she, know, would, she would describe. I things. guess like describing the length of a penis or like <laughs> the depth of it. I don't fucking know, Mike. How do vaginas work? The um, well, you've got a mat and you wipe your feet. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a doorbell and you press it. You push it, and yep. they've got some windows. Very nice. And you clean them with your tongue. Ew! Gross. Gross. It's gross. Well, uh, to answer your question, Mike. You just bleep me out. <laughs> yeah. Clean them with your beep. <laughs> to answer your question, Mike, um, my parents were divorced since I was two, so nobody was having sex. <laughs> I'm sure they were. Probably. What about your parents, Mike? How much did they fuck? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Um, uh, probably more than I would have wanted to be aware of. Or... Yep. Like, my parents were very, we lived in a very, like, open house. Like, uh, nudity, um, you know, oh, wow. was not uncommon. They were like, uh, sure. And you were homeschooled, too. Yeah. So was it like, there's no escape. Oh, no Jesus. There's uh, there a jar of condoms in the living room. Wow. And, yeah. And, uh, like, sex books. Just like, like, my, my sex ed wasn't your typical, like, oh, penis, vagina, make baby. It also was like, oh, like, and this is the Kama Sutra. Like, oh, my God. They, would, they didn't, like, teach me, but, like, they just left books around. Oh, like, God. <laughs> my mom tried to leave a bunch of condoms and, like, lube and uh, wipes and stuff on my bed one time. And I was like, what the fuck is all this? <laughs> and she's like, eh, just me, 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 maybe, like, Was it for you? She's, yeah, she was being, like, real, like whatever about it and then she was like well i read these texts between you and blah 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 oh like, my god you guys are like, making my anxiety <laughs> fucking skyrocket right now i can't even imagine and, and imagine you know, this, i'm like imagine maybe this. just coming out or maybe like been out and it's still hard oh my god you're like picture this i was Jesus. like i don't want them you're a 14 year old boy I sitting on your bed i take them now though okay your mom walks in your room it's your birthday and sits down next to you hi mom and says happy birthday I love you. Oh, thanks, Mama. Thanks. I love you too. Yeah. Thanks, Mama. Uh, so, what do you want for your birthday? Would you like a subscription to Playboy? Uh, okay, that's where I would lose that. Yeah, like she's got her arm around me at this point. I'm like, Ew, no, no contact. No, no, I don't want. I like Hustler, Mom. Get the fuck off me. <laughs> Playboy's whack, Mom. Go. They don't even show any penetration. So, what do you say? Yes. No, I freaked out. Oh, well, okay, that's natural. <laughs> Well, well, I'm glad we dived into that black hole. <laughs> okay, but what about your grandparents? Oh. Uh, my grandparents were, like, real old. Yeah. So, But they're slapping the, the raisins together. My grandparents, <laughs> when I, like, when I was, like, growing up, like, my mom's parents uh, slept in separate bedrooms. So Really? Yeah, like, they had, like, my grandfather snored real loud was the excuse, which or, he did. Or they didn't believe in divorce. Yeah. And they just hated each other. They got more wrinkles than a laundry hamper. <laughs> is that how that goes okay well i'm glad we fucking went in that black hole i'm sorry i'm i don't know how it pertains to amanda's story uh, well, her, yeah you started talking about like uh, oh yeah, yeah the letting parents the kids, yeah parents okay. like, no yeah but, I mean, but amanda we don't mean to tarnish your script this was this was a lot of fun thank I liked, you so much i like that it was like fantastical but also it felt like real innocent and playful like maybe a, yeah. a disney like short or something and then at the end, she's like, ah, shit. Yeah, but very <laughs> wicked. Yeah. yeah. 
It was it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Amanda. It was a really well timed like placement and use of the single cuss word in the script, a single like expletive. Yeah. This is PG from a twelve year old, yeah. right? Yeah. This yeah. is PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder. Think, wh- I think this could get away with being PG. It could be. Well, I don't know. Parents, you might want to be there to guide your child scary. to what the word shit is, how often to use it, and what it can mean in society. <laughs> PG, parents' guidance. Or rated NC-17 for no cucking way. No, no cucking, cucking way. All right. Um, well, before we go, Dario, do you have some uh, advertisements that we missed earlier? Sure do. Um, new, fast, elegant, erotic, and available. In jet black. Ooh. The all new four wheeled, four doored, sunroofed, two twin cam dual exhausts featuring an original track never released by Queen. <laughs> when you want elegance and you need to be on the go, you need something from Dutois. Dutois. So jump in and find success. We're waiting. And then nice. uh, we've also got. Um, lotion of youth. Finally, you okay. can go back to being beautiful, elegant, and soft. Soft. So soft. So soft. <laughs> it's really, really soft, you guys. Remember when you were soft? Lotion of the youth. Lotion of the youth comes in uh, about a one milligram container. That's all you're gonna need for your entire face. Skip all those facelifts and those titty tucks and get you some youth. <laughs> rub it in, rub it in, rub it in. Keep rubbing, please, at least for 30 more seconds, please. You may experience some burning, please. Thanks. <laughs> That's a Very youth. Nice. And then finally... This week's episode also you brought from the offices of Reinstein, Leinstein, and Weinstein. Oh. Have you or one of your loved ones lost a small child? It was my baby, and then I, I just don't know where it went. <laughs> Join this class action lawsuit against Lotion of Youth as we prosecute that evil corporation that has been grinding up small children in order to make its beauty products. I swear, I just put it on the couch. I turned around, and it was gone. You could be entitled <laughs> to tens of dollars for your lost loved one. My baby's gone, but I got $10. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Feinstein. Leinstein and Weinstein. Law office is working for you. Nice. Who else we got, Adario? Hey, you cool cats, everybody out there. You want to make some money? You need to listen to this. Get yourself a pyramid. Get yourself your phone and sign up now because you are losing money. My name is Terry O'Carry, and I can get your seminars going like that, that, that. If you need to get your seminars up, get them down, and then let me come into town because, baby, I don't stop once I go. Go! Everybody needs a new mental hospital. You too can get everything you've ever wanted. I was poor as hell, and I had just ten dollars. But once I went to this seminar, I started having people under me. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Terry. And now, of course, if you use flip a motherfucking seminar. <laughs> also, if you put your name as a uh, who's that comic? Uh, mm, he sounds kind of like this. Do you know what I'm talking about? Aziz. If you put your name as Aziz and Azari, we're going to throw in a free comedy seminar. Free. Free, 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 So free. don't hesitate and don't wait, because my car is moving. Moving fast. <laughs> Very nice. Is that all we got? And seashells. Buy one. Just get one. 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you for. <laughs> did, you, did you did you say we're sponsored by seashells? <laughs> Bitch, get one. <laughs> Bitch, get one. Just check yeah. it. That was great. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you again, Amanda Griswold. Your script has been flipped. We have flipped the script, Amanda. We yes. bashed. Uh, Michael, please take us home. Take it home, Mike. Thank you for joining this week on Flip a Script. As always, I'm Mike Kolb. I'm Joey Skaggs. And I'm Adario Mergadante. We'll see you next week. Stay frosty. Whale's vagina. <laughs> <laughs>